0: Thanks for listening to The Church at Severn Run Messages Podcast. You can find more information about the church at severnrun.com. Enjoy the message. When we look around at a broken world, we need to realize it doesn't have to be this way. There is another way. Jesus came to bring another way, and the other way that he came to bring was called the kingdom of God. And I want us today to learn to think kingdom and to be the kingdom. I want, I want to train your brain with me to think kingdom first above everything else in life. Don't think self, don't think fear, don't think panic, anxiety, don't think uh, hopeless or anything else. Just think kingdom and, and, and the righteousness of God, and it will really change Uh, every moment in every uh, environment, in every need situation, whatever, I'm just telling you, it really doesn't have to be this way. And wherever you are today, it doesn't have to stay that way. New York Times and USA Today and a lot of other media outlets have um, been, you know, just headlining a reality um, in, in American history. And that is that that in 2017, the last full year that the data has come in, and this data was collected kind of apples to apples from 2019, is that we had more people die um, than ever before in in our history from addiction and suicide. 150,000 people in a year. Dead from addiction, dead from suicide. Nearly a third, 47,700, died taking their own lives. And we live in such a broken world. I mean, it is so deeply broken. And and part of the denial is that it is broken. And part of our, our broken is we can easily see and criticize the broken in other people when we are blind to it ourselves and blind to to the broken in us, and also blind to to ever thinking, why are things the way they are? You know, uh, Satan does not want you to think about your life in this world. He really wants you to keep you focused, heads down, uh, on your feet, you know, next step. He doesn't want you to think about what does this mean, and why is everything so very, very broken? We are incarcerating more people in the United States than, than just about any other uh, country on the planet. So we're locking more people up. We are prescribing more for depression. We're having more of us die by, uh, you know, addiction and, and running from pain. And, and more of us are simply looking around at our stuck and saying, I'm going to take my life. But I want you to hear in in all the stuff you see in life because of Jesus and the best thing i could tell you about Jesus is that he is the son of god because of Jesus there is another way and this other way is called the kingdom of heaven and and the kingdom of heaven is is what Jesus brought down to earth in his body and through our faith. The kingdom of heaven is the invisible realm where God's will reigns, where his will is actually done, where good breaks bad, and where we can see love made real. The truth is, you and I need to, to, to understand that we're all naturally stuck in our earthbound muck. I don't rhyme much (laughs) because I suck. No, that doesn't even rhyme, see? (laughs) But I want you to say this with me because it's true. We're all naturally stuck in our earthbound muck, it's just true. In a thousand different ways. Our thinking, our feeling, our actions, our health, our situations, our finances, um, everything's broken on this planet. But because the kingdom came in Christ, everything can be redeemed. Jesus. Brought us this radical faith-based new operating system that counters the broken operating system of our world. All of its values, all of its ways, everything is broken. And Jesus, He He throws the love of God in the face of logic, in the face of, of human reason and power and position. And I'm just telling you, Jesus was extraordinary. Every once in a while, I make a mistake. The other day, I was, well, I make a mistake a lot. But every once in a while, I make this kind of mistake. I wasn't feeling good, so I was home. And any of y'all ever binge watch anything? I mean, like you've got three to seven episodes of something down. Now, I want to say that with the, the, the remote, you can, you can get, you know, seven hours of TV in in about four hours and 30 minutes, you know, because I even fast forward through the slower parts, you know. Marsha and Hannah hate to watch with me because it's like I know what they're doing, you know. Psh, psh. What did they say? It doesn't matter. I know what they're doing. And so I was. Well, I had read uh, about uh, El Chapo and uh, Guzman, his, um, his, uh, you know, extradition to the United States, his trial in New York, and 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 finally he faced a justice system he couldn't own. This guy was is he's a monster, and and. And he's a monster who, from early on, uh, began his journey in reaction to his own woundedness through pride and power and possession. And he began to, to just, this ruthless reign of terror. And the thing that was most depressing, and I, I realized, you know, I, I, I finally stopped because it's like, this is not good for my soul. Because he bought everything in Mexico. I mean, everything. I mean, Every one in Mexico at that time, there were uh, many times where regional, like we might say, the state police are battling the military. Why? Because competing cartels owned the state police, and another competing cartel owned the army, and and they're just soldiers in. The, so that even the government's bought off. And and what was kind of so like discouraging to me about this world is everything and everyone apparently could be bought. He would meet people like the equivalent of, of a Mexican Navy SEAL on this elite force that was supposedly untouchable and, and you know, and just simply, you know, well, I can't be bought. And the, then the millions keep going up until the guy finally says yes. Is that what human nature is really like? And I'm not just criticizing Mexico. We have our problems as well, but it's like, you know, just Basic patriotism recognizes that that corruption is a cancer, right? And, and and so you hope somebody somewhere believes enough in their country that they'll stand strong, but even the president of Mexico was they owned the president the cartel owned the president of Mexico for a hundred million dollars. That's the way of this world. And we're all naturally stuck in our earthbound muck. And, and we live in a world where money is king. <laughs> and where Christ is an idea, even, even churches were bought. I kid you not, there are even churches that were bought. There actually were some churches whose members were mules. And it's like, oh my gosh, what, what is wrong with us? Like, does, does love ever win? Does anybody ever do right? And it all goes back to this This man born of a virgin, who was so extraordinary and so surprising and had this countercultural message to say things like this. So don't worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? That last one would really give Pastor John fits. (laughs) If you took away the man's shoes, don't tell him I said this, okay? He'll never know, it's just between us. Jesus, what are you saying? Don't worry about my rent. What are you saying? Don't worry about the reality that I'm behind on mortgage. What are you, what are you saying that that you know this health insurance that that is not going to come in time for the surgery I need? That I, I shouldn't be concerned about that. For the pagans, run after all these things. Wait a minute. Now Jesus is is highlighting a difference. He's highlighting. Two ways of living, two ways of being on planet Earth. One is natural, and one doesn't need God, think of God, seek God, trust God. It just, it just looks around and and according to what it sees, it lives. For the pagans run after all these things by their logic, by their systems, by their their power structures. But your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. Wait a minute. Is there really a God? That's a question you need to answer for yourself. Do I really believe there is a God? And and not just a grandfatherly, absent God or, or a Thor the hammer type of God ready to crush me for my sins. But is there a good, good father who loves me and knows my needs? And he knows my name, doesn't even need a name tag. But you, I'm telling you there's another way. I'm telling you, you don't have to live in this broken world like that. I'm telling you, you can choose to seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. And everything else in life will overflow to you. Everything else God will take care of in your life. If, if this way of seeking, if this way of, of being with me in the world where you're not in control and you don't always know, but you're trusting and, and you've, you've, you've opted out of, of this, this world's operating system, I'm going to give you a new way of life. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, the God of this age, and I want you to think about that God, little g, the God of this age, <laughs> this world has a God, and it's not the God, and, and he is, has power and values and thoughts and ideas and intentions, and he is working those out to his ends, which are not in uh, our interests, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. And 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 unless you excuse yourself, every time you and I are not believing, I'm not talking, you know, in, in some final sense right now about salvation, although it, it comes into play, but but every time you and I are not believing, we are not what? Believe We're not. Because to be a believer, you, you have to what? You gotta believe. So, so there is a God. Is there a, a good God above? You got to answer that question for yourself. Is there an intelligence on Earth that uh, that is working against the agenda of, of the good God above? Um, is, is there a different operating system on this this Earth that that is uh, after a completely uh, a different agenda that, that that's broken and and harmful and 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 evil and ugly, not right? When you hear the word righteous, don't, don't recoil from you know uh, theological language, just translate it, rightness. You know, is, is there not rightness in the world? Well, you bet there's not rightness in the world. And, and so, this God has blinded the minds of those who are not believing so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who's the image of God, the good, <laughs> the right. And so, So it's only through faith that we see this other operating system. Otherwise, we're going to spend our whole life torn up and tied up in all the broken and all the bad, stuck in our muck in this earthbound world, never free, never growing, always issues, and and it's just natural. It's so natural. Guys, and that's what I think. Sometimes we think we have to go out of our way to find wrong. You, you You know what you have to do to find what's not right in this world? Wake up in the morning you want to know what you have to do to, uh, to have problems in your marriage? Get married. <laughs> we had a wonderful, uh, amazing, uh, you know, marriage marathon this weekend. Uh, uh, Pastor Jimmy Rollins from I-5 did an amazing job. And Irene, uh, pastors, they did an amazing job. And, and I'm just telling you, so, so you, you know, how do I know married couples? How do I know that you, are, you have had, are having, or are going to have problems in, in your marriage? You're married. And and you're in this world. And and you were born broken and you brought you're broken into into the world. You bring your broken into your thinking, your planning, your strategizing, and 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 there's a God of this world who is trying to blind you to the truth of Christ. He's trying to make the answer of Jesus look weak and irrelevant and and unattractive. He's a liar. We're all naturally stuck in this earthbound muck and, and the truth is the grace of God is going to mean nothing to anybody who's proud or arrogant or thinks they're not broken. And so that's most of the world. Most of the world is going to stay stuck in their blind and, and they're never going to let their heart crack and, and feel the pain of their broken and, 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 and think this radical thought. It all begins with a thought. What if there is another way? What if, the, what if the last thought that Satan wants to, to, to make a, a, a teenager who's about to take their life, what if the last thought he wants them to think is this, wait a minute, I don't have to take my life, I could give my life. I could give my life to Jesus who claims to be the son of God who claimed to bring hope into the world, who claimed that he would lift my life out of the muck and into a new way of freedom? What if, what if my answer is to die, but is to die to my, myself and live to Christ a new way in this world? As for you, Ephesians 2.1 says, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, stuck, 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 and not getting out. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. This world has its ways. This world's God is money. This world's currency is, is sex. This you know we It's utility. How can I use you? Are you useful to me? What, what do you have that I can take because I want it? And, and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Think about that phrase. There is a ruler of the kingdom of the air. Now, what do you breathe. Guess whose air you're breathing? Uh, Well, it is God's, but it's little g. It's not, it's not the Father's. And so, so here's, here's the, 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 you know, the transition I want you to make. I, I want you to realize that you were born stuck or born towards stuck and i want you to to recognize that there's there's really obvious bad and broken and not right on one end of the spectrum but but down the spectrum it just gets a little less obvious and the ways of this world are so natural and so ingrained that we don't even see them we don't even notice them but it's a part of us all that critical thought you've had of somebody else that's broken that's sin that's the god of this world The hopelessness you felt—that's broken. That's 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 natural. Everything—it's so natural that we justify it as being right. But I'm telling you, it's not right. So just because something is natural to you, don't think it's right. It's wrong. (laughs) Well, I'm just that way. Yeah, you're broken. If I'm an ambulance driver and I come across somebody who's just, you know, been hit by a car and they got two broken legs and a broken arm and they're lying there, you know, the last thing you'd expect them to say, this is just the way I am. This is just me. Oh, you're broken. Will you let me take you to to the doctor? Jesus is the great physician. He's the healer of our soul. He's the one who if you'll admit you're broken because I, I guess you have the right to refuse medical treatment, right? I mean, unless you're a danger to, to yourself or other people, right? You have a right to refuse. God has given you and I a right to refuse hope and help and love and we can stay stuck in the old way of the world, in, in the, the, uh, the muck of, of this earthbound world or we can take the other way of the kingdom. All of us, Lived among them our old desires, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. And so you gotta understand how deep your flesh goes. You know, the song does say the heart wants what it heart what it wants, and, and the flesh wants what it wants. And and I'm just telling you, there are a million things in your life that you are justifying and that you are okay with, and 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 they're they're crazy wrong and crazy dead. And God wants to. to to raise you up to, to new life. Listen to what first Corinthians 2:14 says in the King James version but the natural man right so I want you to again just to underscore and emphasize how natural all this broken is. You know one person you know about to start their fourth marriage okay when when are you going to realize that it, it ain't them is you you're the crazy one. And we're all crazy, but you're really crazy because you can't see you're crazy. I'm a little less crazy because I see how crazy I am. <laughs> crazy, right? The natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. So Jesus comes and he says, I'm offering you a new way. And it's not a controlling way. It's a way of freedom in life. I'm offering you hope. I'm offering you the very kingdom of God in a broken world. And, and, and there's something about that. There's a battle immediately that happens in our hearts that we start struggling uh, between the kingdom of hell and the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of, of the flesh and the kingdom of, of the spirit, the kingdom of, of control and the kingdom of surrender. And, and what do I really want? And the really craziest, dangerous place of all is religion, where it's really the flesh, um, you know, but it's claiming that it's God. It's really you, but you're pretending it's Jesus. That's what's going to be judged most harshly. The place you don't want to be. The natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, they're foolishness to him. And this idea of trusting God I trust what I see, I say what I think, I, I know what I want. You're an idiot. I'm serious, I, In, in the, 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 the biblical definition of that is a fool, You're, you know, the, the, the scripture says in Proverbs 14, 12, there's a way that seems right to a person, but in the end it leads to death. So, so we're naturally stuck in this world, and, and again, it's very natural, it's very normal, it's... It's your pattern of thinking, you've been thinking this a long way, you've been feeling things since childhood, they're all a part of you. The groove is well worn, and and you know what the truth is, you may even be content in your misery. But there is another way. And the way free is in seeking a kingdom that we can't see with a passion that we can't control. Now, again, this is going to go against what most of us do because we're going to stick with what we see. We're going to stay stuck uh, because we're going to stay with what we can control, what serves us, what glorifies us, what, 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 what matches the patterns of this world. We're going to stay with ego uh, versus a cross. We're going to stay with self versus Christ. We're going to stay with, with money um, versus generosity. We're going to stay in the operating system of this world. And for a while, it's going to appear way more attractive to us. But for some of us, we're looking for another way. We're wondering is there another way? Could there be a God who loves? Is the way of Jesus really stronger? As, as I watched literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people bend the knee to the almighty dollar um, as this drug lord bought, uh, you know, local governments and regional governments and, and, and U.S. citizens and, and I mean, just, just, you know, anything and everyone could be bought seemed to be the message. Well, I know someone who could not be bought off by the ways of this world, And the God of this era took him up to a mountain and said, all this I will give you if you will just bow down and worship me. And and Jesus rebuked him because his whole life said, I'm going to be about seeking my father's kingdom and his righteousness. I'm not going to further the wrong of this world. I'm going to bring the right. And that's our call. Our call is to bring the right home to our families. But before it's ever going to get to our families, we have to let the right come home to our own hearts you got to let the love of God into to the woundedness of your heart. The feelings of being so unlovable, so broken, so angry, so wounded, you got to let Jesus, the King of kings, come in. And you have to believe that there is another way to live and there is another way to be. The truth is we as a church are stuck. We've been at the, at the same number for, for way, way too long. And how is that possible? Well, the only way it's possible is that, that leaders are stuck. The only way that's possible is, is that, that the members are stuck. The only way possible is that we're living naturally in the stuck ways of the world. But when we begin seeking first the kingdom and God's righteousness, not even the most elemental things of, I need this. I want you to think about the, the thing in your life that is most concerning to you, the thing you think you need the most. What is it? Love. Love. Boyfriend, a girlfriend, a job, you know, a cure for, for your cancer. I mean, there's some real world stuff. What is it you think you need most? Jesus said, no, 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 you don't need to spend your time and energy on those things. What you need to do is, is seek my kingdom and my rightness in your life more than all this other and you trust my, my good, good father to bring all the rest to bear in your life. This is the way free. The other is, is, is the, the path stuck. The way free is for the rest of your life, you and I live seeking a kingdom that we can't see. And there it's, gonna, it's a struggle because we are visual people. We want to control and we want to know. And in fact, you would right now rather me give you, you know, answers and keys and, 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 and specifics rather than a path of seeking. I can't give you what Jesus didn't give you. Jesus gave you himself. And what he said is, I'm on the way. I'm on the move. And if you're going to be with me, you've got to go. You can't stay stuck where you are. Matthew 6.33 means that we seek first his realm and his reign in our life. You wake up in the morning and, and all these concerns and all these things, no, 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 that's the natural thing to do. The natural thing is to give in to your feelings. The natural thing is to think about your pain. The natural thing to do is to be consumed by your problems. Uh-uh, not us. We're gonna deal, but first, over everything else in our life, we're gonna seek his kingdom and his rightness. And I'm just telling you, even the act of thinking this way, it all begins with a thought. Even the act of thinking this way changes how you see the world. Because you see, I'm overwhelmed with the brokenness of this world. But when I lift my eyes and, and wait a minute, there is another way. There's a king who's brought a kingdom and it's really counterintuitive and either it's so crazy it couldn't be true or it's so crazy it's absolutely true. And we got to decide which it is, folks, seriously. Yeah, we, we're we not going to be a stuck church. One way or the other, um, we're, we're going to, we're going to, you know, I'm either going to make you so mad you're going to leave or, or you're going to break through and, and you are going to live this extraordinary uh, life for the glory of God where you start things and you love amazingly and you risk things and Jesus is on your mind and heart and your whole life is centered on following Christ more than chasing the almighty dollar. The American dream is not the dream of God. <laughs> Maybe our dream I love me some comfort. My God will give me a cross. But the glory of his way is a way of seeking. It's an amazing adventure. It it changes how you think. I'm not thinking about myself. I'm not wrapped up in my own feelings, my own wants, my own wishes, my own brokenness, my own sins, my own stupidity, my own past failures. Uh, That's not my focus. I deal with everything, but, but my focus is, wait a minute, the glory of the kingdom of God has come into this broken world. It changes how you see everything. And I'm gonna seek that kingdom and I'm gonna seek the rightness of it and I'm gonna be that rightness in my broken world. His will, his way. Our thoughts seem rightfully big, but they end small. Small. And that's what the scripture says, um, you know, all, all by itself, the, the soil produces grain, first the stalk and then the head, then the full kernel in the, in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts it to the sickle because harvest has come. What's Jesus talking about in Mark four twenty six? He's talking about, about the fact that the kingdom of God has its own power that, that works without understanding. You can't predict it. You can't control it. It's like when Jesus said of the Holy Spirit, the spirit, like the wind, comes. You can't tell where it's going, uh, or where it comes from, but you can, you can feel its effect. And the kingdom of God has its own power in life that you can't control. You're not gonna be able to write this story. You're not gonna be able to say, God, I, I demand that you do this, this, and this. No, 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 your whole life is gonna be seeking a kingdom and, and living a righteousness. And the words of Jesus, they're gonna seem, you know, they're gonna seem crazily small to you at times. You know, my, my child, this is not me, <laughs> you know, my child has been arrested and, and what do I do, Pastor Drew? Well, the first thing we do is we seek the other way because there's a kingdom that's come that can fix and change everything. So we're not gonna be overcome um, by this. We're gonna trust Jesus and believe him. And Jesus' words, I'm just telling you, in the face of death, in the face of cancer, in the face of abandonment, in the face of of trauma from the past, Jesus' words can seem pretty small. But that's the way the kingdom works. It seems very small at first. But his words finish crazily big, eternally big, and for all of eternity they will just be bigger and bigger. And your words and your thoughts and your opinions and your wants and your will and what you think you deserve and are owed to this, that seems so big to you but that's a downward curve, and it's gonna, the longer you live on into eternity, it's gonna get less and less and less big and and be smaller for all of eternity. Seeking in an invisible kingdom, in a visible world, man, it's gonna be a a fight to the death. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a fight to the death of yourself, and and one of two things is gonna happen. Either you and I will, in our arrogance and our rebellion, put Jesus to death on the cross again, or in our faith and surrender, he will put all of our, our flesh on the cross and, and crucify it, and we will be raised with him on the third day. Living in a broken world, but but we're actually not living in the operating system of a broken world. We're living in, in a new kingdom. Paul put it this way, I am crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. <laughs> my wants, my wishes, my wills, my, my lusts, my my. Past that it 's like chains around my ankles I no longer live all that's dead and the life I live now in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me I live in love I live consumed by by the hope of a kingdom not the big and the bad of the broken of this world but it's impossible to seek the kingdom above without without inviting righteousness in below. It's impossible to worship the king of of righteousness without being the king's righteousness in a broken world. and seeing broken things around you and saying that's wrong and it could be different and I will be the difference and God, I I, I offer you my hands to make this right. Start with small things. Start with the smallest thing you can see. Start with something broken and hopeless in your family. Start with something stuck and seek the kingdom and his righteousness. Again, Jesus said, what is the kingdom of God like? What should we say it's like? Or how can I use some parable to describe it? It's this mystery. It's this, this unseen reality that, that, that we will see with our eyes one day, but, but not yet. It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. When planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all the garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. Some of you are, are here overwhelmed by the world. Uh, you're here so wrapped up, uh, you know, with, with your problems and your issues and, and things. I'm not saying they're not real. I'm not saying they're not significant. But these things are consuming you and you are stuck in them. And maybe, maybe the call of Jesus seems small and weak to you. I'm telling you, it isn't. That's a lie that the God of this age, the God of the air you're breathing, wants you to believe but there is another way and it's a way of joy and it's a way of life and it's a way of hope and it's a way of peace and it's a way of of this amazing adventure there is another way do you believe it i do i believe the kingdom of god has come and I believe that, that people like El Chapo and other people, uh, they, they've already been beaten by the love of Christ, that the power of Jesus' surrender on the cross is greater than any other power in this planet. And I believe that in a broken world, that all the big and broken that seem so hopeless, everything's broken, but everything can be redeemed if we believe. Yet when it's planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that that even the birds can perch in it. Right now, there is a seed of faith you've got to decide on whether you're going to let it take root and grow you out of the stuck that your life is in. And right now, you've got a choice of whether your mind is going to stay focused on circling around like the, the little, if you're a Mac person, the, the beach ball of death, you know? Um, you know, or the blue screen, you're, whether your mind is gonna stay just locked up in, in, in this cycle or whether you're gonna believe there is another way. And it all begins with a thought that there is a good God who loves me. That he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for me. And if I would die to the broken of this world, I could live to the kingdom and the glory of God. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, I, I want to challenge you to do that now. If you've never given your life to him, here's how you do it. I'm going to ask you with eyes open looking at me uh, just to pray this prayer silently as I pray aloud. If, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and if you're stuck and you want Jesus to come in and, and lead you free. Lord Jesus, I believe you are real. And I open the door of my life and I ask you in. Forgive me of my sin. Heal my broken. Give me love and hope. And taking control of my life, Make me the person you want me to be. Guys, I'm telling you a prayer that simple will change your destiny and, and will set you on a new path of kingdom seeking to where your mind is not occupied with the, the death in the dark and the sorrow of the broken of this world. Your mind is occupied with the king of kings and the coming of his kingdom and, and all the rightness that, that God can bring to the world through your obedience. For the rest of you who are believers here today, I'm going to ask you with with all my heart to to take the way that Jesus has offered. I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. I'm what you need. Focus on me. Seek first my my kingdom and my righteousness. I'm going to ask you to, to seek this kingdom. Train your brain to think kingdom, not stuck. And with a passion you can't control because you don't want to, just give yourself away to follow Jesus into your unknown and his known. To think kingdom from this day forward. I'm thinking kingdom. Every conversation, it's not about me. It's not what I want. It's not what makes sense. It's the kingdom of God. Where, where's the leadership? What's the thought, God? Where, where are you leading me? And, and being the kingdom. God, how can I with this person? They've hurt me. How can I be loved to them? Uh, it changes everything when you choose to, to let your mind be, become taken over from, from enemy territory to become, to become the, the garden of God. And when you commit yourself to be the rightness of God in a broken world, I'm just telling you, it is so dadgum freeing. So here's the deal. If you want to stay stuck, you're, you're, you're free. Just do nothing. But if you want to be free today, I'm going to ask you to take a knee. If you've got a dress on or your knees don't work, that's perfectly okay. (laughs) For the rest of us, I'm going to ask you in these moments, literally to take a knee and for you to give um, Jesus Christ your own personal surrender, to give up control of what you can see for a kingdom you can't see, to invite in the passion of the Christ to take control of your life and, and, and make your life a life given for the kingdom. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. Make this time just a personal time with you between you and the Father and give Him your response and surrender. If you enjoyed today's message, feel free to share it with your friends. As we like to say, love well, live Jesus, and believe big.